Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And uh, it is a sad day, so I just want to give you a quick update here. Rob from Holland has died. And I know that uh, some of you are saying, who? Well, this goes way back um, because, you know, for many years, I I hosted the show I created called Speaking of Strange. Uh, the only reason I stopped doing it was because it was just so time-consuming after <laughs> 15 years or whatever. And at least with the podcasting now, you can kind of do it whenever you, you have the opportunity. Um, but Rob from Holland was on the show numerous times and was very popular and so uh, and you can still go back and listen to some of those podcasts those speaking of strange shows and so I know that many of you know who I'm talking about for those of you who don't I'll just tell you a little bit let me first off I, I, I don't know how old he was he was probably in his 60s I'm thinking let me describe the man to you physically he was one of those people that uh, is just a, a, a real character he was a big man, I would say, you know, certainly over six feet, gray beard, long gray hair that he often kept in a ponytail, would frequently wear a big sort of outback style hat, you know, outback cowboy style hat, smoked like a freight train, uh, but only his his hand rolled cigarettes from the Netherlands and uh, drank coffee like crazy did not drink uh, by the time I met him I'd heard that he didn't have much of a liver left because he was one of those guys who had a, a life they say that is um, almost unbelievable you know a legendary life and and I met him through Mobius I, I knew Rob for, well, well I don't know, uh, well over 10 years, maybe 15 years, something like that. Mobius had known him much longer. I have no idea how Mobius and Rob originally met. There's no telling. But, uh, yeah, Mobius introduced me to him. And, you know, the thing about Rob is that he was one of those people who just lived life on his terms, you know the 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 story the the, the song "My Way" uh, by Sinatra kind of kind of you know sums it up, and you would always hear these stories about Rob from Holland, like this guy, you know he was he was a big gruff, boisterous sort of a dynamo of a dude, who many people I'm sure perceived as an asshole. I have no doubt of that, but he was actually a, a really a really cool guy once you got to know him it, but you'd hear these stories kind of like I don't know if, if you used to watch the old Saturday Night Live shows where they would have these segments with this mythical figure Bill Brad Bill Brasky that son of a gun Bill Brad Bill Brasky you know guys sitting around in a bar Bill Brasky uses a rattlesnake as a condom Bill Brasky once punched a hole in a cow just so he could see what was coming down the road, you know. It's kind of like the Chuck Norris jokes that you hear. Chuck Norris 
turns ribbed condoms inside out so he can get the pleasure. Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares at them until they give him the information. You know, like, you see, I can keep going with this. So you'd hear these stories. Rob from Holland, he's done it all. Okay, he's he's been a pirate. He studied with monks. He has worked with the space program. The guy, like, you'd hear it all. So when I met the guy, I knew that I was going to have an interesting experience. And so instantly I said, come on into the studio. Have a seat, brother. We're putting you on the, on the radio here in America. And he had a great radio voice. Dutch sort of accent. Of course, you know, you could tell he smoked cigarettes all the time. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm going to tell you something funny about, really funny about him in a minute. So anyway... I was um, I was talking to Mobius, oh, just a few nights ago, and I said, I haven't heard from Rob in a while, and Mobius says, yeah, you know, he's got us a lot of stuff going on in the Netherlands, and then probably within 24 hours, I get the message that he died, and I go, it gives me goosebumps, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, I was just asking about this guy, and now, you know, so... He was on the show many, many times, and apparently what happened was he died peacefully in his sleep, which is the best way you can go. I mean, that's, you know, you hear about Art Bell. Apparently that's how he went. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Rob from Holland had a heart attack or something like that, because he was overweight. And again, I told you he smoked all the time. So, here are some things I want to tell you about this dude. For one thing, um, he was one of those guys. Like, I mean, when, when he came here to the States, he really made the most of it. He was very lucky. And so he would go to casinos and he'd win money. And he had all kinds of ideas and strategies about how to do that. And he liked to have fun. And so, you know, for many years, my friend Yeva and alien that's a whole different thing i could do a whole podcast yeva produced these big halloween parties and um occasionally rob would be in town right when that hit and he would come and he was always a great personality people would gravitate around him but um year many years ago i wanted to make this documentary called inside the church of satan and uh, because I got the, the opportunity to be the first outsider to go inside the Church of Satan in decades, like 40 years or something like that, and document some of the rituals. And I was really interested in seeing, like, does anything magical really happen? But at that time in my life, I did not have the money to make that documentary. And <laughs> you try going out there and fundraising for a Satanism documentary. Okay, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> the only man probably on planet Earth who I who I, I sat down and said, look, I have this opportunity to, do, to go make this documentary about, you know, how these Satanists are, are doing their rituals. Um, can you fund me? The only man would have been Rob from Holland. And I, and I told him, 
and he listened to me and he knew about who I was and my work and he said okay and he gave me the money boom he gave me the money and so C. Eric Scott and I went out and shot this film and it was very well received and it's a good thing because I, I promised him it would do well enough to pay his money back and if it hadn't he'd probably have slit my throat but we we did make enough money to pay him back and that was it It was all done on a handshake it was all you know a word integrity boom you know deal was done and he loved it he thought you know, it was a really fascinating interesting thing so if you are one of those people who appreciates the contribution to culture that comes from documentary filmmakers then that is one thing at least that you can thank that man for that you can thank Rob from Holland uh, because without him I don't think that documentary would have been made because it had to be done on a strict timeline and he was the only person in the world who would give me the money to do that so that's part of uh, of his legacy. Now, that all that said, this is going to be a really, really inside joke. Okay, so some of you are just this is going to go completely over your head. But if you're one of those people who has been following my work for years and years and years, and you you listen to Speaking of Strange, you will remember that Speaking of Strange ended up being a three-hour program and it was always a big success it was always rated number one in its market and all that and because of the time slot which was Saturdays um, I had this hour the last hour of the show which was considered safe harbor meaning that you can get away with saying things that you usually don't say because the FCC has got their their ear on everything so you can push it a little bit further, right? So I use that to create what I call the dark 30 hour. And so that is when we would dig into the most like sordid, controversial news stories. Not for the kiddies, not for the easily offended. Things that you would save for only that particular time slot. You know, and say like, look, you don't have to listen to this right now. This is a good time for you to turn off the radio. You got to warn people. I mean, the FCC makes you take these tests, and they tell you like, if you're going to talk about something that's you know a little out of bounds or risky or whatever, you have to warn people. And you know, they, they, they there's a whole list of things that you have to do. So I always followed those rules. And so, when we kick the thing off. I would often say it's the dark 30 hour daddy going to give you something to drink now all right and that's all I would I would never explain that statement and I'm not really going to explain it <laughs> too much now but people thought that was hilarious well let me tell you what that was a quote from Rob from Holland because among his many achievements and roles in life, he was a filmmaker. Now, again, he's from Holland. I don't know how good you are with geography and all that, but that's where Amsterdam is. They think a little differently out there. They do things a little differently. And at one point, Rob 
ended up in a role in a movie that never was released. It never made the cut. I'm not going to describe the type of content we're talking about, but I'll just say it was a movie that came from the Netherlands. And I got to watch the raw footage of this movie. So I'm sitting in my, I was sitting in my living room in North Carolina at the time, and it was just me and C. Eric Scott. And I'm watching Rob from Holland, and at this climactic point of the, the film, he said, Daddy going to give you something to drink now. And I instantly collapsed to the floor and rolled around crying, crying with laughter for a good five minutes. This is the only time in my life. I actually, I think I may have done that like three times in my life. I'll save the other two for some other occasion. But that was, that was probably the best laugh I've ever had in my life. I just rolled around there for five minutes crying. Now, see Eric Scott, he, he was dying with laughter as well, but I don't think that he laughed as hard as I did. And I thought that was so hilarious that I said, I'm going to repeat that line um, on my show, even if I'm the only one who gets it, right? I knew I wouldn't be. And and if you ever meet me in person and you want to know more about the backstory, if you're a real you know geek or whatever, aficionado, okay, I'll tell you a little bit more. But but that is where that that line comes from. But more specifically, the way the 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 voice, the dialect with which I deliver that line, that came also from Rob from Holland. So I tell you this because like again, this is just like really stupid, subtle stuff, but. It means something to certain people out there who, who listen to the show and who followed it and who, who, who get it. It's like one of those things, you either get it or you don't get it. So Now, at my house in North Carolina, at one point, I had a whole room turned into a psychomantium, which is a place where you go and all the scenarios are set up very particularly with with the mirror and lighting and basically you sit there and um you've heard me talk about this before you you look at at a mirror not directly you're not looking at your own reflection it's supposed to be elevated a little bit and if you get this thing set up right well you can have a, a full bodied apparitional experience and so one night Mobius and Rob were at my house and I said yeah I got a psychomantium set up in there and Rob was such an interesting guy that he had an open mind and he had seen because he'd seen a lot of paranormal stuff in his life but he also had a very skeptical nature so that's a great combo and I said, hey, you want to go into the psychomantium? He says, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. And he goes out and he has a cigarette. And And, um, so I'm expecting him to go in there and stay for 20 minutes or whatever and then come out and say, I was just sitting in a dark room with the mirror. But he comes out of that room and he was physically shaken. And he said that when he was... 
Um, I don't know if he was a kid, but when he was a younger man, he had a kitten that he loved. And it really broke his heart when that kitten died. And he swore that that kitten reappeared and was with him in the room while he was undergoing the psychomantium experience. Isn't that something? So I'm telling you this because when I know somebody that I consider a friend, and again, I was introduced to him by Mobius. Mobius knew him much, much better than I did. But I still consider the guy a friend. If you listen to Speaking of Strange, you will consider him somebody of significance. When you know somebody like that who talks about the paranormal and then dies, it makes you think maybe we have a higher chance, a higher percentage of some kind of afterlife contact. So I don't know where he is right now. I would presume that he probably doesn't give two shits about this life anymore and he is moving on to the next thing. But just in case, just in case he's still milling around here, I want you to know if you see something, if you hear something, if he comes through in some kind of way, well, let me know about it. It's easy to do. You just go to joshuapwarren.com there's no period after the p joshuapwarren.com and you can email me and let me know if he comes through to you in some form and you know it sucks to have to say this over and over but it's a part of life as you get older on one hand you say huh well i can't believe i woke up this morning i should probably be dead after what i did last night (laughs) but then you're thinking the longer I live the more of my friends I get to watch die and it sucks and uh, you know my buddy Bill Banner uh, he always said that he, you know, he lived to be uh, a, an old man and he said the worst thing about being old like everybody tells you take care of yourself and live healthy and you'll live a long life he says yeah but you just get to watch all your friends die how fun does that sound, right? So I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Don't mean to be a downer, but I'm just telling you, it's true. That's part of this experience. So you don't know when it's going to come. So look, I don't know what you're doing today with your life, but you better treat it like it's the last day of your life. There's that quote. I think it was Steve Jobs. He said, "If you treat every day." like it's your last day well guess what someday it's gonna be true right death and taxes my friends you can rely on those so let that be another lesson to you for those of you who are are into speaking of strange you'll appreciate the context that I've given you For those who are not, at least now you know about an interesting fella, you can go back and listen to those podcasts. If you you run out of Joshua P. Warren Daily podcast, you can always go and start listening to Speaking of Strange podcasts. uh, I I hosted it for a long time, and then finally I handed over my hosting uh, job to Vance Pollock and Sam Steele. And so some of those are not, the, the, the last ones were not even hosted by me. 
I still produced it, however. Um, but Rob from Holland, he was not a little soft, squishy, you know, mushy kind of person. He was a guy who, well, you know, one of his friends posted on Facebook and said he wouldn't want us to mourn. You know, he wouldn't want us to mourn. And uh, that's true. We can't help it, though. We are, we are mammals here, and we have these emotional instincts and stuff. So we, you can't help but mourn that that uh, the guy is gone. But he left behind a very fun impact on the world, right? He did some fun stuff. He made some interesting things happen. He was smart. He was adventurous. He had a good life. And I certainly don't know everything about the guy. I want to make that very clear. I'm not pretending to you that I knew the guy really even that well. I was only, whenever he'd come into town, uh, he'd he'd do the show, and the show would end late at night because we would do it live most of the time. And then we'd go out and we'd have um, we'd have a late night meal in Asheville, North Carolina, somewhere, and. I remember there was this one place we used to go to all the time. It's still there. UJ is what it's called. And uh, we would go there and sit down and, uh, and like, please tell us the kitchen's still open. And they like, oh, yeah, you know, and they always had wonderful servers, and it was a really cool experience. One night we're sitting down there. Rob, what do you want? And he goes, he's looking at the menu, you know, and, again, there's no telling how late at night this is. He said, what a tater tots. Huh? What a tater tots. I said, you don't know what a tater tot is? No. This guy's been around the world. Pirate. Filmmaker. Metaphysician. He's done it all, right? But he doesn't know what a tater tot is. I said, oh, well. It's, uh, it's a little chunk of a fried potato. You just can't go wrong with that. You can't go, oh, it takes tater tots. Well, guess what? He, that became his new favorite food. He was always, every time he would come in now to, to this kind, he'd go, oh, I want a big plate of tater tots. Maybe that's what killed him at the end of the day. He ate too many tater tots. I wouldn't doubt it. Tater tots, cigarette, coffee, but hey, look, I'm having fun with this because that's what he would have wanted. And so today... I don't know what your plans are, but if you have access to tater tots, go out there, get yourself some tater tots. Dip it in ketchup or ranch dressing or whatever it is. I know I'm making your mouth water right now. Yeah? And then hold that tater tot up and say, this, this is to the man who saw it all, Rob from Holland. And eat a tater tot for Rob. That's what I'm going to do. But that's not all I'm going to do. Tonight I'm going to be on Fade to Black with Jimmy Church. He is interviewing me. Uh, that is going to start at, let's see, I'm here on the West Coast in Las Vegas, Pacific Time, LA Time. So that's going to start at 7 p.m. here. So that means it'll be 10 p.m. on the East Coast. And I have a piece of footage 
that you've probably never seen because I just got permission last night to release this and it is it's really something okay you know they talk about the Tic Tac UFO well this is I'm gonna call this the Las Vegas Tic Tac UFO and I'm going to be officially pronouncing this clip and the whole story behind it tonight with Jimmy Church on Fade to Black. Um, I believe that his show is jimmychurchradio.com. Let me check here. I think that's his uh, website address. Yeah, jimmychurchradio.com. J-I-M-M-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H radio jimmychurchradio.com his show is called fade to black and of course he also does guest hosting on coast to coast am so i'm sure you've heard him there i'll be talking with him tonight so you might want to um you know tune in for that and see what this is that uh i mean i'll be talking about it on this podcast at some point but i wanted to do something special for jimmy tonight so i'm gonna really break this on his program it's a weird week this friday is friday the 13th it's going to be a full moon they say that only happens like once every 20 years so i don't know man there's just some weird energy going on but now you know sort of where i am and where my head's at godspeed to rob from holland wherever he may be and uh, whatever he's doing but it's hard to feel too sad for him because I know he did probably everything that he wanted to do in this dimension okay my friends I'll keep you updated it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily always short always free uncensored independent if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you can find a link to this podcast. You can subscribe through various means. Or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren. And I'll tweet when a new one is available. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. <laughs>